Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros. Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news from over the weekend. Plenty of real news, though, to discuss after this weekend. Holy shit, Anthony. Yeah. Uh, that was wild. Uh, yeah. That was wild this weekend. Yeah. Uh, it still continues to be wild as we speak over in Israel. Holy shit, dude. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, in the meantime, the, the, they could use some hard AF seltzer as well as you guys can. We're live in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we went live over there in the, in the entire state's uh, shit, man, Friday night. Um, I know we went to five bars and restaurants, and we might be there here in a couple weeks. I'm going to be there. Remember that song? Hup. I don't know what that means. I thought it was Yamo. It might have been Yamo be there. Well, it is. That's how he says it for sure. Yeah. But it's supposed to be I'm going to be. Uh, Yamo is a contraction for I'm going to be. It sure is. Uh, But yeah, the first five (laughs) locations here uh, in the old Columbus area down there uh, were the Standard Hall Complex on campus. Blast a party there. Can't wait to party there. Short North Pint House. We always go there. Love the Pint House. Forno Kitchen and Bar. Some of the best pizza I've ever had. I love that joint. Urban Myers Pint House in Dublin. Let's go. And Johnny's Tavern were the first five to open there. And uh, people were getting rocked this weekend. 8% seltzer on a college campus is a fun time. Damn it. Speaking of fun, D'Anthony, uh, we always start off the Monday shows with the memes. You're subscribed. To Drinking Bros podcast on Patreon, which you should be, you get to see all of our lovely memes from over the weekend. If you're not, well, you're just a loser uh, out there. And uh, another fun thing that we were able to do on uh, Drinking Bros podcast Patreon, if you sign up for the top three tiers, um, they're now allowing me to add like movies and shit. Because I own most of the back catalog for these movies now. So I popped up FTR American Badass over the weekend, Pool Boy. Uh, and then uh, Helen Keller versus Nightwolves. So you're getting free movies and shit as well. And uh, and also behind-the-scenes photos. They added that option, which was dope. And I was like, shit, nobody's ever seen these before, so we popped those up. <laughs> so subscribe to Drinking Bros Podcast on Patreon. We have a show, a live show, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then now you're getting free movies and shit uh, with behind-the-scenes photos. For Range 15, we post that up. We're going to put some disgusting ones on there. There's some with Evan's dick when he got ripped off by that zombie that yeah. I'd really like to put up there. I want to know where the dick is. Uh, so somebody stole it um, from the prop truck and then tried to sell it on eBay. Uh, but Nick Palmashano tracked it down. I believe Evan's dick from the movie is still in Nick Palmashano's possession. What do you think he's doing with it? I'm not sure. Nick? Not sure. Nick, what are you doing with that dick? What are you doing with that hog, Nick? Hmm? What are you doing with that hog? I think we need to fucking send somebody out there. You know what else is in there? It's uh, <clears throat> Randy Couture's head. So okay. I wonder if he's stuffing Evan's dick inside Randy's mouth. Like a, a 
what do you call it? The voodoo thing? Mm-hmm. Voodoo I, doll? Yeah, I don't have any confirmation of it, but uh, that's just a guess. We'll reach out to, uh, we'll reach out and see if his throat hurts, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I'll send Randy a text. Let him know. I just saw him in Expendables 4 the other night. He's, he's looking well. Randy still looks well. Good for him. Uh, let's get to these memes, shall we? What do we got up first, Anthony? <laughs> um, this first one is an advertisement. It's 1-800-WAS-HAPPENING. was happening. was happening. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the end. All right. Dude, up. you ever wanted to whoop somebody's ass, but you can't because you ain't got no hands? Well, fuck with me, though. All you got to do is dial 1-800-WAS-HAPPENING, and I come beat their ass for you. I do chokeouts, knockouts, slapouts. What's happening, homie? How you get in my backyard? You got beef with a nigga named Paul? Fuck that nigga. Body slams, wedgies, <laughs> nigga, I do disguises. <laughs> Watch out, Juan Bredrin. You been sleeping with Nigel's wife, huh? No, no. You're lying. No. <clears throat> Ladies, if your nigga ain't acting right, ain't paying child support, I'll come slap his ass out for you. What's that, whoa, nigga? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't take care of your motherfucking kids? What? Well, I just paid my ex-wife like right? $700. Cool. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> If you got a chick that's fucking with your man, I don't be broads up, but I can kidnap their ass like a motherfucker. <laughs> What's happening, sweet me? Hi. You been messing with Lakeisha husband, right? Uh, see, I've been knowing Byron since El Camino College. I know him first. What did you do? And you bat that close? All you got to do is bang my line. What ain't honey? What's happening? I come whoop that ass. What it do, though? That's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I like uh, that Hattonin <laughs> is spelled H-A-T-N. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you got to be economical. When you only have so many characters. Sure. Um, it's W-U-S and then Hatton, H-A-T-N, which is amazing. Yeah. Big fan of that. Uh, what do we got up next here, D'Anthony? Um, this next one, I, I don't really know. I think, it's, I think it's from Saturday Night Live, actually. Okay. But just play it. Old school SNL? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Why are you hanging out with him? walk yeah well i can and i'm walking away from you actually let's roll (laughs) making fun of someone with a disability is retarded (laughs) (laughs) it's when stuff was funny still well that was from the new cast actually from like four years ago it is but did they actually post it i'd be really shocked i remember i watched this no shit. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I'm sure you can find the whole thing on YouTube. Okay. Good for them, dude. Yeah, they can occasionally do it. It's always in these digital shorts, though. You never notice that, Bob? Like, the real sketches suck, and the digital ones were good. Mm-hmm. Andy Samberg in uh, Lonely Island, even I'm not a huge Andy Samberg, those guys fucking ripped sketches for years, man. Oh, they're great. I mean, really fucking good. Uh, yeah, imagine if we were just doing the whole show like that again. It'd be, it'd be a blast. Uh, they're coming back, by the way. What, retards? Uh, SNL. Oh, shit. So Coming thing. back from what? Strikes. Oh, e- even though the actor strike is don't. still going on, I guess they signed something, and they said Pete Davidson is the host opening night. So. Sweet. Gross. Can't dude. wait. Yeah, me neither. Uh, what do we got up next meme-wise, D'Anthony? Uh, next up is <laughs> this one's called Famous Quotes from Black History. This is the one. Remember I told you last week that I saw a meme when I woke up? And I wanted to go back to sleep, but it made I it was I laughed too hard, so I had to wake up. Uh huh. It's this one. All right. It's not really a meme. <laughs> now on the caption it says me trying not to laugh in class at my friend's presentation. Oh my god. <laughs> and the screen says famous quote. All right, be quiet. 
and the quote uh, is, I can't breathe. One quote <laughs> is, uh, I can't breathe. <laughs> Stop. Stop laughing. Is this real? I don't know. That was the last thing you said before you died. Stop laughing. Holy fucking shit. Is this real? Is that a oh, real? Oh, it's real. Yeah, it's real. Uh, that yeah. kid said that in class? Mm-hmm. Holy fucking shit, dude. That's amazing. Yeah, it's not bad. Huh? <laughs> What'd they do to that kid? Gave him an A, I think. <laughs> what else do you do? He fucking made an A. <laughs> Famous quotes in black history. Yeah. I can't breathe. And this one's kind of a follow-up to that. Oh, boy. Uh, an amplifier, you might say. Uh, and it's called Pixar Presents. Mm. Pixar presents Floyd. Oh boy! Oh man! That is an animated version of uh, Derek Chauvin and uh, and George Floyd here. Yeah, because I mean, you might as well, right? If we're gonna go there, you might as well go to the animated version of this. Uh, good for these guys. And then people are cheering in the background, and that's fun, you know. Oh, there's a white cop who's cheering too. Perfect, perfect. Uh, what do we got up next, Anthony? Uh, this next one's called Dude 9-11. Okay. Dude 9-11. Yeah. Dude Perfect. Uh, new videos are getting weird, is what the caption reads. <laughs> All right, go ahead and play it. This is the triple hoop loop-de-loop. Coming at you, Codes. Ready? It looks good. It feels good. <laughs> this you is knew the triple hoop. Happen. Yeah, I knew it, but they're I getting, still wanted to see it. They're getting kind of... Uh, I still wanted to see it. <clears throat> yeah, they're getting kind of fucking on the nose at this point. <laughs> Dude, Perfect's still killing it, man. Shit. And one of them just went to space, too, by the way. Oh, shit. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, what do we got up next? <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> final one is uh, called Border Puss Patrol. Border Puss Patrol. Yeah. Okay. Now, bring it up before you hit play. The caption says, uh, when a five foot three Latina rejects you at the gym. Okay. This is what happens. Big fan of that. Yeah. I like Big that. Big fan of that. You know, people are trying to like DM me to get to you now of like, hey, can you give this to Dan to put the memes on? I was send like, it no. to Danny. She'll fucking if it's good, she'll send it to me. She's my first filter. Okay. Danny, our social media chick is? That's right. Okay. Just send it to the Drinking Bros Instagram. She looks at every single, every message. All right, perfect. So go to Drinking Bros Podcast (laughs) Instagram. We've been stuck on 109,000 followers, I think, for like three years. I think they clipped that account pretty much, but it's still fun. You know, I still enjoy it. Uh, All right, kids. This is what you're here for. Top story over the weekend. Israel goes to war. Israel was plunged into chaos Saturday after the Palestinian terrorist group Hamas launched a deadly land, air, and sea attack inside the country with fighters infiltrating the southern border and firing a massive barrage of rockets from the Gaza Strip. Uh, Israel formally declared a state of war on Sunday as the death toll from an unprecedented uh, Hamas attack a day earlier uh, rose above 700. I believe it's higher now, D'Anthony. Um, today. 800 is the last number I saw. Uh, 900 is what they're reporting okay. currently uh, as of now with 2,600 wounded. Yeah. Um, 
On Monday afternoon, uh, this death toll, yeah, just uh, just got updated here to that. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Before we get too deep into this story, Evan Postlewaite says, don't let that comment, quote, if you can't court, you deport, go to waste. That was one of the comments on that on that uh, meme, and I didn't even see it. I feel like I feel bad about it. Yeah, that. you should shout that out. That's a good one. So if you can't court, you deport. deport I think yeah. that's good. Sorry. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Big fan. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, I- Israel, uh, the government press office said that a body that operates underneath the uh, Israeli prime minister's office uh, said the number of hostages in Gaza was over 100. I think that number is higher, actually. Yeah, I, the last one I heard was 160. I yeah. Think. Uh, Hamas and uh, Islamic Jihad boasted Sunday night that they were holding uh, close to 130 Israeli hostages claiming uh, this included high-ranking army officials. Uh, Israeli jets carried out intense airstrikes on targets in Gaza on Sunday afternoon, shortly after Prime Minister Benjamin uh, Netanyahu, uh, his office announced that the security cabinet had voted Saturday evening uh, to put the country officially at war, meaning it can carry out significant military activities. Weeks before Hamas terrorists carried out their assault on Israel, uh, which they say Iran supported, and they did say that, by the way, as soon as this happened, that this was in support with Iran. Uh, Iran stated it would use the $6 billion in funds uh, freed in a prisoner exchange to deal with President Biden wherever we need it. Uh, Biden's administration has insisted that the $6 billion can only be used for humanitarian and infrastructure purposes but critics have argued that the cash freed up other funds for Iran to fund this terrorism. Trump called this. Uh, Trump had a, a tweet the day that this happens. I know that's been going around social media and everything else. Um, here's what the, the biggest shock for me out of all of this is. Look, the Middle East is going to Middle East, and this shit's going to go on for thousands of years over religion. And I don't know what can or will be done about it uh, unless you turn that entire place into a fucking parking lot. Um, but uh, but with everything that's going on right now, how did our CIA or their intelligence officials, which are supposed to be pretty <clears throat> fucking incredible, not know any of this was going on? Because this looked like a highly coordinated and professional attack. This wasn't stealing a plane and driving it into a fucking building, for Christ's sakes. I mean, this was land, air, and sea. I mean, it was everything. Uh, how did none of us know what was going on? Are you saying they did? It's hard to believe. Sure is. It's hard to believe that someone sunk. Just look. <clears throat> just look at the like launching rockets and stuff like that. That's pretty, you know, run of the mill. You could do that tomorrow wise. if you yeah. wanted to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Paragliding into an objective, mm-hmm. not common. I don't know if you, you know, have studied warfare or not. I've never seen it in my life. But there hasn't been a mass tack paraglide operation ever. Mm-hmm. So that's new. Hundred um, percent that that had to be um, that had to be trained on in Iran, right? There's so the mountains of Iran. There's pl- this is where a lot of uh, a lot of previous ops such as this have been uh, have been rehearsed in that part of the uh, Iran's north of Tehran. I think hour and a half north of Tehran. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact name of the place, but <clears throat> you know, 
So, you know, not only that, Gaza's pretty well blockaded. Not just by Israel, by the way. Egypt shares its, Gaza's northern border and mm-hmm. Egypt's, uh, I'm sorry, Egypt's northern border is Gaza's southern border to some, for some stretch. And, uh, you know, it's, it is of note that Egypt refuses to take any Palestinian refugees, by the way. They won't take any of them. There's probably a reason for that. But they definitely use Egypt as a land border to cross to get to Iran to conduct these operations. Now, Egypt and Iran are not friends. Egypt is primarily Sunni. Iran is primarily Shia, as is Iraq. Um, <clears throat> none of this stuff really makes sense. Uh, and, I, and I will say this, as far as being blockaded goes, they are blockaded by land, sea, borders, both by Israel and Egypt. And I, when, I, when I mean they, I mean Gaza, Palestinians and Gaza. Um, but also, every like the water and electricity is controlled by Israel which means not one piece of communica- digital communication gets in and out of that area without Israel knowing about it. Yeah. Not, not possible for that to happen. So maybe they use the old school, you know, hand-to-hand networks, uh, you know, but how long would it have taken for that amount of dudes to get uh, trafficked, I guess, coyoted out of Palestine and then into Iran? Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. Maybe they just maybe it's all Iranian dudes that did it. I don't know yet. But how long would it have taken to coordinate all this stuff? A long ass time. And you're asking a bunch of fucking dummies to keep a secret for a long ass time and you're telling me Israeli intelligence didn't pick up on that or the NSA didn't pick up on that. I don't believe that for a second. All right, so let's say you don't believe it, which I don't either. Mm-hmm. What's the purpose then to let this happen? <clears throat> Uh, that I, I've no, I, I won't speculate on that. I don't think it's, I don't think it's uh, helpful or appropriate to speculate on that. Um, I will. I, I can tell you why Iran, Iran, Iran would want this. Um, like for the people of Palestine, you've not advanced your cause here. Obviously, like rounding up fucking people at a fucking EDM, EDM concert. And, and then kidnapping women and killing old ladies like that. You're not winning by doing that. That's retarded. Um, <clears throat> but from Iran, Iran's perspective, it makes the deal that Israel and Saudi Arabia were getting ready to do the Abraham, the new Abraham Accords. It makes it more difficult yeah. to do that because now Israel's going to butt fuck Gaza now, like big time. They're going to fuck it up. Uh, they're going to kill a bunch of women and children. They're going to kill a bunch of civilians. And it's going to be leveraged by Iran to get to try to keep Saudi Arabia from entering that deal. Now, <clears throat> the best thing that this is my opinion, the best thing that Israel could do in this situation is uh, not what they're doing—a measured response. Like, there's a, here. This is a good question to ask yourself: how how many women and children is it okay for Israel to kill because their women and children got killed? Do you have an answer for that? Me personally? Yeah. If this happened, and this is what, look, this is what I wish would have happened when 9-11 happened. And, and by all accounts, everybody over there is saying this is their 9-11, essentially. Mm-hmm. I guess a terrorist attack. I mean, it's eight, 900 people killed in a country that size is like 30,000 people being killed here. Right. And it's 2,600 wounded. And that's mm-hmm. just to start. We don't really know what the final numbers are because mm-hmm. they, they haven't even gone through half the shit that's going on over there. So we, we won't know this real total for another two, sure. three weeks probably. Um, 
with that, what I was hoping for on, on our side when 9-11 happened is that we sent every nuke we had over there and just eliminated everybody. Over in, where, though? Uh, like to Saudi Arabia. Um, if we knew that the Saudis actually did it at that time. But we didn't go to Saudi. We went to sure, Afghanistan and Sure Iraq. didn't, which none of that has ever made sense to me mm-hmm. at all, right? But let's say we definitely knew it was Saudi Arabia. We knew that this happened. And right now, they're saying it's Iran or, or uh, Palestine, the Palestinians or whatever. Start with the Gaza Strip first. Well, Turn there was a meeting last Monday between Palestine and Iran. Oh, there was? Leadership, yeah. Okay. Like Wall Street Journal released a fucking, they, they put a paper or a, a, an article about that yesterday, I think, or two days ago. So if I'm Israel, I nuke out both. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and then I let them fucking deal with it. The casualty count at that point doesn't really matter to me. It's what you did to the, this, this country first. Like, I think if a, if a country's provoked into doing something, it's another story, and then okay. you've got to defend yourself so, with this. So, so then would you say that it would be ethical for Iraq to kill, uh, let's say, relatively speaking, 4 million Americans? Uh, because of what we did to them? Yeah. I'd be pretty pissed off if, if I were them. And that's the, that's the one thing. That's not what I asked you, though. What's that? Would it be ethical for Iraq to indiscriminately kill 4 million? Because based on population size, that would be about how many civilians died as a result of our invasion. Yeah. I, yes. Uh, and I mean, I think I asked this question about uh, Oppenheimer when the movie came out of, I think I asked you, you guys, because you guys know way more about history than I do, obviously, <clears> but um, I was asking you guys of like, how did Japan just look the other way after losing, how many fucking people was it? 65,000 or 165,000? No, it was like 140,000. Right. How do you just turn that off and forget about it and move on with your life like they have? Um, even today, you go over to Japan, they embrace America, they break, um, embrace American culture and all mm-hmm. that other shit. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Uh, I think about it just from a, a simple, small household, right? If, if it was my house or my kids or whatever, I would want to murder everybody in sight. Um, and that's what I think is probably going on over there. And with Iraq, it's the same way, right? I mean, you invaded a country that for, for, for what? What do they actually do? Um, so I think it's the same thing with Israel. If, if they were to, to nuke out uh, Gaza and fucking uh, Iran, so be it at this point. I mean, I, I, unfortunately, that's war, I guess. I, I don't really, I don't know how you look the other way. Um, uh, well, I'm not saying look the other way. I definitely think that, I mean, here, here's what, if I'm Israel, what I would do is, uh, not commit a bunch of war crimes, which is what they're actively doing today. Mm-hmm. Since this morning, they've been just slaughtering people, which they, you know. But that's what happened to them the day before. That's right. But it wasn't uh, women and children that launched those attacks. It was men. You know what I mean? Um, there's no excuse for that shit. Now, I'm, I, am, I am always on the side of the innocent. I don't give a shit what has happened up to that point. Like, uh... Yeah, uh, you notice the battlefield preparation very early in the fucking, <clears throat> very early in social media as well. It wasn't just in regular media; it was in social media as well. Very early in this process, there's this uh, video and picture of this little old lady in Palestine, Gaza, right? Mm-hmm. And some dude's holding like a fucking AK and a Palestinian flag, and she's like giving the thumbs up sign. It's like, look, see, they support all this. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's that was it for you. Now, to be fair. There are th- these people who are 
dancing in the streets all over the the world right now it's the world yeah in germany and in london and the united new york city new york chicago chicago like san francisco those people fucking deport them fuck i don't care if you were born here or not you lose your citizenship for that like if you're going to go out of the street and celebrate why while like if if you think that palestine has the right to attack israeli military targets that's a debate that people can have right that's a geopolitical debate that can be had if you think that it's appropriate to fucking paraglide into an edm concert and to start fucking executing people 260 people Mm -hmm. they killed just just from that one event 260 people died and another hundred or so got taken hostage that's that's the reporting if you think that's appropriate and you're going to go out and wave your palestinian flag because of that out you're out of my country fuck you like, I would never forgive anybody for doing that because you're a piece of shit. This has nothing to do with Palestine. Palestine has repeatedly had opportunities to move into modernity. And in 2006, they elected Hamas to run their fucking government. And then Islamic Jihad after that. And then back to Hamas now. It's like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Okay. Ch- choose better or you're going to face the consequences. However, there's never an excuse to indiscriminately kill, kill innocent women and children. I don't give a fuck how bad what just happened was. That's not appropriate. And we can't, that this is the thing we're always talking about. If you let, if you let governments get away with whatever the fuck they want in a time of emergency, they will manufacture emergencies so they can get, get away with what they want. That's the point of having a fucking standard. It's the point of having a principle when everything else fucking goes away, when it gets really difficult to make good decisions, you look back at that principle and say, you know what? That's a line I'm not going to fucking cross. And that's a line Israel has been crossing all day today. And it's fucking horrible that they're doing that. And it's also not going to fucking do anything for them. All it's going to do, all, what they've done today is punted this ball down the field for another 15 or 20 years where we'll never have any kind of opportunity for peace. You'll never have it, though. Oh, if, if Israel yesterday and today would have had a measured response, like, yeah, you guys get out of the city, but we're not dropping bombs. We're going to fucking go in and clear houses and, and minimize whatever the fuck, right? And... They bring MBS back online because they've been talking to this guy, the Saudi fucking royal prince, right? And say, hey, that deal you who, were talking about. Who has? To, forgive me. Israel. Okay. So we, we just did this on fake news two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like the Saudi, the Saudi royal family wants to get nukes, you know, under the pretense of protecting uh, Israel from Iran, right? Okay, so put your money where your fucking mouth is. Now you've got an opportunity to do something. Israel and, and, and Saudi Arabia should absolutely cut the head off iran right now they should invade that country and fuck them up my my opinion yeah israel should handle the air they got better air assets they should bomb the fuck out of iran and and saudi arabia should push in with republican guard <clears throat> i'm sorry push in against their republican guard and wipe out their ground troops as well and cut the head off of that fucking leadership group right now they well, should do that who says they're not going to do that next they may but they they, they the reason I don't think they will is because Saudi Arabia will not have the support of the Arab world now to do it because Israel is going to go in and fuck up a bunch of Palestinians. That's their fucking effigy for the entire struggle. You know what I mean? Against the West. It's, it's fucking stupid and it's bad geopolitics to do it. They're just, they're behaving emotionally. And then you keep hearing from American people, you keep hearing the same, uh, the same trope over and over and over again. Israel's our closest ally. What exactly makes Israel our closest ally? What do they provide to the United States that we don't pay for or can get elsewhere? Nothing. Correct. So for me personally, the way I look at it, because all of this is over religion, you're not going to change these fucking people's beliefs over in the Middle East ever. 
It's been this fighting and war and destruction has been going on for thousands and thousands of years. Wall up the entire Middle East and, and let them fucking fight to the death over and over and over again because you're not going to change it. I, there's no peace treaty. There's no nothing that is going to change any of this shit. That's going to change your belief in, <clears throat> in some god that nobody's ever seen over there. And I don't. I, I don't, don't think it'll ever fucking change. It's been thousands of years now at this point. I think uh, MBS was getting close. And this is Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I, this is this is why like this is why what Trump did. Remember, like three years ago, four years ago now, how I <clears throat> outlined the countries that he was targeting, mm-hmm. the richest country, Kuwait. We who we for are for all those like, peace treaties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Saudi Arabia was the last one. That was the last, and it was it, it was happening right. Even though the Biden administration was fucking it up, MBS himself was still pushing it forward. Um, that would have been the last thing. And then Iran is isolated. Iran's isolated. So, like, yeah, they're backed technically by Russia, but Russia doesn't have the capability to fight a two front war. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are they going to do? You know what I mean? Um, and that's the other part of this. The reason I'm very suspicious about what, what happened here. Um, <clears throat> people inside the Israeli security apparatus are suggesting that some kind of cyber attack happened and that's why the border wall didn't function properly that whole system didn't function properly palestine hamas they don't have the capability to do that iran does not have the capability to do that either not not one fucking prayer the the closest country would be russia but russia isn't getting into they're not trying to start a hot war that involves israel right because then the u.s will definitely get involved in it like directly involved not like we're pussyfooting around in ukraine right now China maybe, but would they risk that getting exposed either? Unlikely. Who who the fuck launched this cyber attack against the most sophisticated cyber defense in the fucking world and, and was effective, right? Who who did that while sim- simultaneously all these fucking dum-dums are getting trained how to paraglide and, and shoot, right? Like all this stuff happening, I don't believe any of this shit. Not, not to say that people are, people are definitely getting fucked up in Israel, but... This is either the biggest intelligence failure in the history of human beings or something fucky is going on. And don't, don't forget, this is our next story, so I won't get too deep into it now, but don't forget that the Biden administration's envoy to Iran was just exposed as a fucking spy, right? Yeah. Um, but with this, uh, look, I'll go back to what I was saying earlier here, um, especially when you have... Because the, the other thing that got me was the people in America celebrating and all these protests and all this other shit. And it's, it happened in a ton of cities over mm-hmm. the weekend. And uh, you come to this country. It's amazing. You, don't, you definitely don't have any of this bullshit to worry about. You might have some Antifa and some BLM shit here and there or whatever, but none of this fucking bullshit to deal with on a day-to-day basis. And you're still fucking rooting for some stupid idea from some fucking country that you don't live in anymore that was too shitty for you to actually fucking live in that you you wanted to move over here so bad and now you're in the streets fucking honking horns and all that other shit is if any of us give a baker's fuck about what's going on there like no i don't know how you ever fix anybody who is battling over religion without wiping them out completely i don't know how to do it well we did it with japan so that that's shinto was the national religion of japan during world war ii imperial japan up till uh, the point of world war ii and shinto believes that Japanese people are children of the sun and everybody else is a fucking mongrel, right? That's why they were able to do, like, they, it was, the state is basically God and 
the Japanese people collectively are also God, right? <clears throat> That's why they were the first suicide attackers in modern history um, because they, to their very core, believed it. That's why we had to drop nukes on them, right? Because they weren't going to stop. They would never stop to the last fucking man. We would have to wipe them out. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the same thing. I that's I have the same belief of what's happening here. Well, some big demonstration of force would be nice. I think it would be appropriate to nuke Tehran and wipe that fucking city off the map. Well, let's get to that now, then, because well, wait, the, before before that though. Well, I I I, I got to know what's what, what what's the response going to be from us because we're sending over warships and fighter jets to support Israel. No, no, no. We're sending over warships and fighter jets, allegedly, under the, under the pretense that we're going to fucking expel our people out of Israel. That's, that's what we are allegedly doing. Like a Marine Corps Mew is on the way there right now. But you know that's not why we're going there, right? Uh, I mean, maybe we're there just... Like, it, it's not a terrible idea to have our fleet hang out in the area so nobody gets any ideas. Because Hezbollah launched some rockets this morning as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing we need is fucking Syria jumping into this. Syria and Lebanon, right? Jumping into this as well and fucking up because it's just going to get messy. So just being there as a deterrent makes sense. But I'm a lot more, I don't, it sucks that fucking any innocent loss of life, I'm against that. I'm also against any U.S. intervention, any, right? And here's why, because we've let an unknown number of these cunts into our country, right? Yeah. Millions of people, millions of military age males from places that, uh, you know, <clears throat> let's be frank, they're fucking shitholes. And they're consumed by this fucking ideology, this hateful nonsense. And now they're just walking our fucking streets. And you saw them on Saturday. I recommend. You saw all of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're wearing masks. They're waving Palestinian flags. They're, they're holding uh, placards that have this uh, to the river and sea or whatever the fuck. But it's a, it's a reference to we're going to drive all the Jews out. That's what it really means, mm-hmm. right? It's a completely uh, like Holocaust-style ide- ideology these people have. And they're just walking among you right now. They're in your towns. They're in your cities. That's the question to me. How many of these fucking terrorists are inside the U.S. now because of Biden's border policy? I recommend that you start avoiding major cities if you can. Uh, carry your kit, your gun with you everywhere you go and your medical equipment. If your kids go somewhere on a regular basis, like school or daycare, go to that facility in person and make sure it's secure. And if it's not, pull your fucking kids out. Cause there, there will be, I, my guess is by the holidays this year, there's going to be attacks in America, same, similar attacks. So I, I read some of those articles over the weekend as well. That's uh, that, that's the biggest fear, mm-hmm. right? And especially after what we saw in, in these protests in major cities, I think it, it stunned a lot of people, myself included, that there's so many of them that actually live in America and support this bullshit to where looking at that footage from uh, San Francisco and, uh, and Chicago and all these cities where I'm like, these motherfuckers are here, dude. They're among us right now. Yeah. And, uh, and they still believe in this stupid shit. What's to stop them from just doing the same thing? Because, I mean, this, I, like, like you said at the top, it was an EDM festival. Nobody's fucking armed there. Nobody's, you know, not in a million years would you think, all right, cool, man. 200 people are going to fucking paraglide into this goddamn place and start lighting everybody up at the festival. Yeah. Like, that's what I worry about as well. Yeah. Because nobody's going to say anything to anybody else either to, to not offend them of like, hey, there's this guy with a fucking towel wrapped around his head dancing in the street with a fucking sign singing death to America after all this happened. I, 
nobody's going to report that either. I mean, we did, nobody did dick about it on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of these people got arrested. Well, people reported it, but this, the cops aren't going to arrest them. I mean, no. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, and the the best weapon you have in your arsenal is being aware of what's going on around you. Like you, you, uh, uh, you can give a blind guy a gun and he's going to die. You know what I mean? You got to keep your fucking head on a swivel. You got to keep your eyes open. Probably don't. And I don't mean to victim blame here because what happened is horrible, but probably don't go to the Gaza Israel border to have your peace EDM festival during the high Holy holidays. That's a fucking stupid. What, what the fuck were you thinking? You know what I mean? It makes me angry. I think about it. Like if I was a parent and my kid was involved in some stupid shit, I'm like, what the fuck, man, you really didn't think that was a bad idea. Um, you can't trust these fucking people. I can tell you that. Yeah. Any, anybody that can look at this situation and not unequivocally say, uh, this is evil. You're killing random people, right? Indiscriminately. You're killing old ladies and kids and shit. Like, fuck you. You're going to wave a fucking Palestinian flag after that? It is one thing to say uh, people are not their country, and that's true, right? Uh, I, don't know, <clears throat> I don't know what amount of people in Israel support the indiscriminate bombings they've done over the years and they have, they've murdered just as many civilians as the Palestinians have murdered them Mm -hmm. just as many. Uh, but you know, I, I know plenty of, uh, Israelis who don't support that shit. I don't see a whole lot of Palestinian people out on the streets today saying, you know, sorry about what happened in your country. We need to do better. Right. It's like, I don't expect you to take personal responsibility for the actions of other people. But if your group of people is actively fucking like committing acts of terrorism, transnational terrorism like that, maybe say something about it. Cause we were in the, we were in the war. We were in the war in Iraq and Afghanistan at the time already saying this isn't right while we were there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you got to stay, you still got to go and do your job, but we knew it wasn't right. And we said so out loud and we got in trouble for it a lot. Like stand up and be a fucking and it, or just say out loud that you support it. Like I don't think the Jews have the right to exist, right? So we're gonna do whatever we can to to fuck them up and or or say that because the Israeli state is uh, creating what we consider to be an apartheid for Palestine, modern Palestine, then we think it's okay to kill old ladies and children. Just say that out loud, and that can fucking put a bullet in your brain, right? But don't be a fucking coward, which is what these people are. Um, the other thing that that uh, grabbed my attention too was, you know, I was waiting for a statement from the White House, which Biden finally came out and made, and he said, "In my administration, support for Israel's security is rock solid and unwavering. We'll make sure that they have the help their citizens need, uh, and they can continue to defend themselves." Well, what more did they need? Like they have, <clears throat> we helped them build the Iron Dome, paid for the vast majority. By the way, we're contractually obligated to give Israel three billion dollars a year. Just Money, here you go. Three billion. Enjoy your day. That's that for just for hanging out. Great. Yeah. Right. So we've done that. We provided them with fighter jets. We gave them the bomb. You know what I mean? They say they don't have it. They definitely do. We gave them uh, technical capabilities beyond their fucking reach. Um, And 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 what else are we supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't understand what that even means. Oh, it's just a platitude. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but with that. And let's say you look at the people that were protesting and they were pro-Palestinian over the weekend here in America. When you have a president come out and say we have, we're offering unwavering support for Israel, what's to stop one of those little fucks that we saw over the weekend 
from going in and shooting something up or blowing something up here because he hates America, because now America sides with Israel mm-hmm. on this. Uh, and let's say we actually did get involved in this conflict with them. Uh, and they wanted us to go and bomb Iran or, or whoever's responsible. You know, something comes out that says, all right, here's where it took place and everything else. Then what? Uh, it's going to happen. You don't think that, like, the, not standing up to bad ideas is what allows them to fester and turn into violence. You know what I mean? So it's like, and any kind of statement that denigrates people to the to a level lesser than the other group, whatever it happens to be, like, oh, those are just Pal- those are just Jews, those are just Palestinians. I don't give a fuck if they're dead. Like you're you're tacitly approving of their death at that point, right? I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's I, I don't don't use the the phrase like stochastic terror. It's not terrorism. It's just it, it's it's bad ideology, right? And you're being a coward by not challenging it. Um, so this idea that it because of the horrific nature of Hamas attack that it's okay to go in and fuck up a bunch of innocent civilians. Not one fucking prayer. I'll fight that until my last goddamn breath. Like it, we have to stand up to stupid shit like that. Um, and there's a there's got to be a better way out of it. And then this, on the other hand of that, or on the other side of that, people in the United States or any Western country or any country that we have control over, I guess, uh, or, or that Western people have control over, you're gonna fucking go out into the streets and and so what exactly were they celebrating? Like you, that you're celebrating that Palestinian got Palestine got one for the good guys. Is I, that, that's what it was. Danthony, we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They did it. They done up and did it. 50% off everything in the entire store. with The promo code drinking bros at checkout. That's all of it. All the business. Uh, I think this is like a pre-Christmas sitch where, shit, we're only two months out now at this point, dude. They've never done this in the history of their company. I'm just as shocked as you are when I got the fucking email, dude. 50% off everything at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. That's, that's all of it. It's the adjustable base. Uh, it's the mattress. It's uh, the pillows, the sheets, the weighted blankets, the mattresses for RVs. Everything in the entire store is 50% off. All the new pillows, those body pillows that come with extra cooling shreds in there. I don't know what to call them, so I call them shreds. Uh, Big fan of all of their products over there. It's all 50% off. Even that adjustable base. If you just want the adjustable base and don't have that, um, it comes in a split king as well as the full, dude. Comes with two remote controls instead of one on that split king. 50% off. Doesn't matter. Everything is 50% off at at, at, uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. All you got to do is type in that promo code drinking bros at checkout. Plus, there is a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that over the three years. So stretch it out. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Fill up the cart as high as it'll go, and you can stretch it out over three full years over there. Great way to get a brand new bedroom set. Uh, huge fan of these guys. 50% off. They've never done it before. Take advantage of it now before it's gone. All right. Next up, we got babble.com forward slash drinking bros. Right now, you're going to get 55% off your subscription when you go to babble.com slash drinking bros. 
What is Babbel, you ask? Well, it's a great way to, to learn a new language, okay? Donde esta mi podcast? Where is my podcast? Thanks for Babbel. I can, I can tell you what that means, all right? I just did it, and I just told you where my podcast is. It's right here. It's a key. It's a key. Uh, recently, uh, I've been uh, brushing up on my Spanish here with uh, Babbel. Uh, I feel like I'm using it more and more uh, since I got to Texas. Huge shock. I know. Dumb, right? Uh, look, no matter where you live, where you're going, if you're going on vacation or whatnot, uh, need to pick up a new language quickly and easily uh, with simple phrases. Um, look, we're not, you're not going to get fluent overnight. Don't think that, all right? But they do give you simple uh, language learning options there that make it really easy to learn, giving all the key phrases and all of that stuff. And uh, I'm a big fan of these guys. Uh, best way to learn language uh, is through immersion, living where the language is spoken. Uh, but that's not possible for everyone. So what's the second best way to learn? Babbel, dude. Because Babbel, you can start speaking a new language in just three weeks. One in five Americans have a learn a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, check it out. This fall with Babbel, uh, because with Babbel, you can start speaking a new language in just three weeks. Again, pick up simple, easy-to-use phrases that'll actually help you out in day-to-day activities. Travel plans? Yeah, dude. Learn to speak like a local with Babbel, uh, because with Babbel, again, you can start speaking a new language in three weeks, dude. You peak as a child, all right? Babbel helps you with these quick and easy 10-minute lessons that are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language. In how many weeks? Yeah, say it with me. Three. Three weeks. Babbel's designed for real conversation, and all their tips and tools about learning a new language are approachable, accessible, and rooted in real-life situations. Delivered with conversation-based teaching. Studies from Yale, Michigan State, and others continue to prove that Babbel is better. For instance, uh, shit, one study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college with over 10 million subscriptions sold. Babbel is a real language learning app for real conversations. There's a special right now for a limited time. Uh, Our listeners... For right now, you can get started. We can get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash drinking bros. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash drinking bros, spelled B A B B E L dot com slash drinking bros. Rules and restrictions may apply. Next up, we got mybookie.com. Promo code drinking bros is going to get you back 110%. Of your deposit. That's more than double, friends. Let's go. All right. On these fake news episodes, uh, I've been picking winners all year. All fucking year, dude. Uh, I lost one. I finally lost one on Sunday, dude. I'm 8 1 and 1 now. Pretty goddamn good. I had one push for the Eagles. Uh, I bet with my heart on Thursday, I shouldn't have. Uh, I took the, the Redskins over the, over the Bears. I wanted to get Justin Fields down in Atlanta, dude. I'm super pissed that he balled out for you know, 330 and four tutties there and blew out the Redskins. I wanted to see it happen. I bet with my heart and not my mind. I'm not doing that tonight, all right? Getting back on the, on the winning streak uh, tonight is the Green Bay Packers against the Raiders. I am taking the Raiders minus two. 
I think that it's going to be Devontae Adams' revenge on his old team, dude. And it's going to get wild tonight in Vegas. It's a home game in Vegas, too. Those people go nuts there. Uh, So I'm going to get back on the horse. All right? So I'm going to take Raiders minus two tonight in that game. Plenty of bet on, though, over at MyBookie.com. Braves are on tonight against the Phillies. Oh, hopefully we can pull this out. Major League Baseball playoffs are in full swing. College football is in full swing. NFL seems like it's every night of the week. Now let's go, friends. Let's go. Put a little little something on in the background, dude, just to keep uh, keep it interesting. You know what I'm saying? Turn your love of sports into your new side hustle today by going to mybookie.com using that promo code DRINKINGBROS. To more than double that deposit, they doubling up to 110%. Let's go. Promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. Last but not least, we got firstform.com slash drinking bros. Get your micro factors. Have a chance to be drinking bro of the month over here. Now, look, we started this a couple months ago. We did it. And then the second guy said, No, I don't want to do it, dude. I can't be on that show. You guys are too disgusting. I don't blame you, and it's totally fine. He also didn't want me to say his name, but. You buy some microfactors from uh, firstform.com slash drinking bros. You might get a chance just to be on the show for the entire episode, dude. Come and hang with us. Drink some hard AF seltzers, and uh, and I'll give you some microfactors while you're here. Go buy some over there. What is it? It's a little box, a little cardboard box full of all the goodies and all the vitamins you should take on a daily basis, but it's already... Uh, preset for you in little plastic packages. You just have to open up the package, rip it, and rock it, dude. That's it. It's not just a multivitamin. It's a convenient daily packet with six products that includes uh, what you need on a daily basis to be healthy because, let's face it, we don't eat the way we need to in order to fill the demands of our body. Without getting the vitamins and minerals and other nutrients inconsistently, we're going to struggle to reach any type of health or fitness goal. Whether that be weight loss, putting on muscle, getting lean, or just overall being healthy. Uh, Big fan of these guys. What do you get in there? You get the antioxidants, multivitamins, the probiotics, the CoQ10s, the EFAs, and your fruits and veggies, and you're good to go for the day. Get rid of the bullshit from GNC. Get rid of all that stuff in your medicine cabinet, all right? First Form's got you covered. Head on over to firstform.com slash drinking bros. Uh, so take you over to the old drinking bros favorites page. There's a bunch of products over there that we love. Uh, love those protein sticks, and I love their energy drinks, dude. Best in the biz over there. I'm going to have one now. Delk, we got those green ones in there. I'm going to have one of those fucking things right now. We got another show to do, dingots. You're going to get free shipping on orders over $75 when you use the link firstform.com slash drinking bros. Big boy savings, especially when you're ordering all this stuff. Uh, go to firstform.com slash drinking bros. We're going to get free shipping on orders over $75 when you use that link. That, like, that's what it felt like to me because I, like, I watched the videos. You watched the videos. Um, they're horrific. I mean, they're, and they were all day long. Uh, I know John Jr. had posted something about, like, why don't we have these type of videos out of Ukraine? I felt the same way when I saw these videos. I was like, in the age of social media, this is exactly how I pictured it to go down mm-hmm. was what we saw on Saturday. We've not seen that out of Ukraine and Russia, which is odd to me. Uh, maybe they don't have fucking internet. Like, I'm not sure. Well, no, they've got uh, Starlink. Uh, right? Uh, allegedly. Except for the, except for, uh, the southern part there. 
But people are choosing sides all over the country, and I'm with you. What are you celebrating exactly mm. that a bunch of kids and everything else got killed? And therefore, again, I don't know how you stop this ideology unless you either wall off the entire Middle East and say, great, continue to fight for the death for thousands and thousands of years trying to prove your God is the real one over someone else's. Uh, or we try this, uh, this, this bullshit fucking... Uh, effort to hopefully they're going to change. Oh, this this is the year they're going to change. And everybody's going to... No, I don't think these people will ever fucking change over there. Especially when your beliefs are this uh, intense towards something that you don't know exists. <clears throat> I don't know how you change that. Um, and well, it was, then, and, and it was actually nuke. you and... Well, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. it was actually you and like, you know, fuck. Everybody else has been in the military who served overseas on this show who's come in time and time again and said the same thing over and over and over again. They're teaching children over there since you know you can go to preschool like death to america they call madrasas yeah right and and this religion's bad and everything else is bad i don't know how you change that mindset uh especially when you're brainwashing a child at that age into it without seeing the rest of the world or seeing what else goes on and then even when you do like these assholes here that were celebrating this in america on saturday you've seen what it's like in a in a normal country where you get to do whatever the fuck you want for the most part and you're still celebrating some fucking weird old ideology that I, none of it makes any sense to me. So I don't know how you fix any of it. Um, we've got the bullshit that's going on with Ukraine and Russia right now. Now you have this. What's next? Oh, this this is Zelensky had a real bad weekend. I was going to say he had the worst weekend out of he's, anyone. He's not the prettiest girl at school anymore. Sure isn't. Yeah. And he's not going to get any money anymore. Yeah. Um, because now... That's a real ally, right? Mm-hmm. Israel's always been a real ally, and I'm going to use air quotes They're on not. that. for uh, Right, but we've always said that. Anybody that works in the American intelligence community knows for a fact that Israel is not an ally of ours. Well, we've always said it for years and years and years, and if there is money and support going into something, it's going to be this. It's not mm-hmm. going to be Ukraine. Um, so I don't know where this goes, because we're seeing images right now and I don't know that much uh, about the geological aspect of Gaza, you know, the Gaza Strip. I heard it's 25 miles um, or whatever it is. One would imagine it wouldn't take very long to knock out 25 miles of land mm-hmm. if that's what you really wanted to do. And it appears that is exactly what's happening now. So then what? Do they go into Iran after that? I don't know. Maybe. Um, <clears throat> maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't really care. You know, I watch with interest, and I hope that as as few people die as possible. That's what I hope for. Um, but I like any American involvement in this is inappropriate. Saudi Arabia is there; they are fucking geographical power in the region, the the geographical power in that region, and they're trying to start an alliance with Israel. Well, how? What better way than to fucking drop some nukes? Not that they have Saudi Arabia doesn't have them, but we sure do, right? Mm-hmm. When I say we, Israel. They, they certainly have nukes. They should nuke the fuck out of Tehran, and then Saudi Arabia should launch a ground invasion of that place right now. Like, no, don't wait. It should have happened already. So, so what do you think is, is going to actually happen here? Because I'm, I'm torn. <clears throat> when you have violence on a scale like this, where it's all videoed, mm-hmm. and it's just being seen over and over and over again, it, it seems worse in a way, because yeah. you're seeing it on cell phone footage that we're all FaceTiming each other on and everything else. I think this one's going to get bad. Uh, yeah, I think there are going to be attacks in, uh, in other Western countries, and then glo- Muslims globally are going to get fucked up. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. I think this might be 
the great reset boogeyman that everybody was looking for. Nobody bought Russia. People didn't, people didn't buy that one, right? But you can buy the little brown guy in Palestine that killed old ladies. And that's not that that's every Muslim, but that's the effigy that people are getting right now. When they think of a Palestinian or an Arab right now, they're seeing dead kids, dead fucking partygoers, dead old ladies in their head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy to weaponize that. We saw it after 9-11. Sikhs were getting fucked up. It's like the most peaceful people in the world, unless you're actually over there fighting the Muslims. You know what I mean? Right. If you're a Sikh. Like they don't, when, once the Sikhs came to the U.S., that was pretty much the end of violence for them. They don't, they don't do that shit. But we still attacked them because we couldn't tell the difference between those two. That's what it's going to get like on a global scale now, right? Yeah, uh, and then you'll, then you'll see quite a bit of pushback from the other direction from, from uh, communists and leftists. Um, puts Russia in a weird spot because they've been playing this like anti, anti-Semitic trope against Ukraine. Oh, okay, cool. You're going to get involved in this because Iran's kind of your puppet, bud. You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, the, the, the odd thing is, is like right now I'm watching these protests on, on Twitter that are happening all over the world. So there, there's one in London right now, mm-hmm. um, and it's a massive protest in front of the Israeli embassy in London that's supporting Palestine. And they're condemning the Israeli offensive on, on Gaza right now. And I mean, if you pull up this footage that I'm looking at, Bob, this is on a, the guy's name is uh, H-A-N-I-F, uh, and then his last name is S-A-E-E-D, Hanif Saeed. Um, this looks like a fucking totally different country other than England right now where this is happening at where you're like how the fuck are so many of these people over there yeah I mean look again I don't give a shit what happens in London I don't care what happens in Palestine I don't care what happens in Israel I mean you know I care enough to wish them the best but I I, when when somebody's like well what this, this pretense that you have to take a side in this argument I, I have a side. It's my own goddamn country, right? That's been invaded by 5 million assholes in the last two years. That's my side, yep. right? And I'm, and I'm not kidding. Like, it, when you're going out in public and shit, be armed. Be, keep your fucking head on a swivel. If you've got body armor, rifles, keep them nearby. Try to stay out of major congested areas. Stay away from fucking malls and shit like that because that's where it's going to happen. Yeah, look at Bob, go ahead and pop this, this video up here. This is currently going on in London right now. Is there audio for this? Conversely, conversely, in uh, Iran over the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, there was a football game, soccer, right? Soccer match. Um, and some state-sponsored dickholes were down on the field waving Palestinian flags, and then the entire audience started screaming, uh, fuck your Palestinian flag. So the Iranian people are pretty on board with overthrowing their the- theocracy and have been... We've been tracking that data for 20 or 30 years now that the 80% of people under 30 was the last data I got from, and I think that was from 2008. Um, 80% of people under 30 wanted regime change, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, you know, maybe that's propaganda, who knows? But um, I see it. I have a lot of uh, Persian friends, Iranians. Uh, one of my good buddies is married to one. They, don't, they fucking hate these people. They don't like the regime, right? So... You know, when it comes to Palestine, to some degree, those people chose their leadership. And it is easy to see them in the same way that you see uh, people in Chicago who voted like 90% for Biden. Now they're upset that immigrants are in their neighborhoods. Yeah. You asked for it, bitch. You know what I mean? Um, And by the way, but I'm I'm not like, that doesn't mean I want to drop a bomb on Chicago and, and then try to justify it 
killing a bunch of women and children that that's not appropriate and i don't i i don't give a fuck how bad the first thing was it doesn't you, you never have the right to go kill innocent people um for me personally by the way I, I have the same feeling that you do regarding our country right it's like i'm gonna watch this as an observer and have opinions on it mm. um but yeah and until it's over here I can't, oh, it's over here, Bob. I, no, I, no, I will. I know here. it will be. Um, but uh, it, until this is, it starts happening here, and we actually go out and fucking round these people up, like, yeah, I'll watch this and have opinions on it, but I feel the same way. If it's not happening in my country, it's not our job to police the world, especially uh, countries who have been fighting over the same goddamn thing for thousands and thousands of years that we're not really going to change. Uh, what I'm saying is, in regards to what happened in Israel, if they're firing away back, I, I understand it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I will watch as an observer with everybody else, but I'm the same here. I don't want to spend any money on this. I don't want to spend any fucking resources on it. I don't want to send any shit there. Um, I don't want to have another meeting in Congress and, and keep approving money and all this other shit. Um, because what do we actually need from them? Mm-hmm. And are they ever going to change? No, they're not. So what the fuck are we actually doing? Yeah, I mean, that should be your North Star. How does it benefit america it is it, it, it is the same every single time it doesn't uh so I'm, I'm with you um none of this benefits america not it's not my fucking problem and we're certainly not their police mm. uh i'm just simply commenting on this as an observer and if it comes here then yeah then it's a fucking problem and fuck you but uh in the meantime uh yeah uh, this is i don't know two thousand three thousand years how many fucking years of this bullshit is it um so yeah We'll, uh, we'll see what happens and obviously keep an eye on it, but uh, we're just getting started over there. Uh, and Zelensky's got to be pissed because nobody's talking to him. I mean, I don't think one person said the word Ukraine over the weekend for the first time in you know a year and a half. Well, except for to you know, say that Ukraine is like Israel, which is accurate. Is that what he said? That's what... No, no, no. It, it's, that's what people who are... You know, trying to uh, <clears throat> keep the United States from getting too far involved in this shit. It's like, oh, God, yeah, this is the same thing. It's a proxy war with Iran. Yeah. If we look, if we want to fuck Iran up, and there's plenty of legitimate reasons to do that, we should just go fucking nuke their ass, send in the 82nd, send in the 101st, send in 3rd ID, send in the Rangers, and send in SOF, and just fucking wipe that place out. Yeah. Fine. I'd be fine with that, right? I mean, I'm a non interventionist, but Iran is clearly pushing people into our country right now. There are, there are thousands of Palestinian military-age males in this country that came over the border illegally. What do you think? They're just here to fucking hang out? Yeah. No, there's an attack coming soon. So, you know, we should be, we should be planning right now to, to wipe out Iran entirely, as the United States should. But we, have it, we don't have the reason to do it yet, right? So. Well, what, let me ask you this. Would you now? No. Okay. So if you found out all this, all these guys were training over there, and again, Israel is one of our allies, <clears throat> allegedly. I don't have the. I, so I have a, a a suspicion that they're here planning attacks, but I don't know for sure. And I don't like you don't get to fucking kill a bunch of people because you got a fucking feeling. Right, right. Something's got to happen first. Yeah. yeah, and that sucks. Like, oh, what do you got to do? Wait until somebody starts shooting to shoot back? Yeah. When you're the good guy, that's the fucking risk you take, asshole. Yeah. Uh, next up, Iranian spy in the Biden administration. The Biden administration's now suspended Iran envoy Robert Malley 
helped to fund, support, and direct an Iranian intelligence operation designed to influence the United States and allied governments, according to a trove of uh, purloined Iranian government emails. The emails, uh, which were reported on by veteran (laughs) Wall Street Journal correspondent Jay Solomon, uh, writing in Semaphore, uh, and by uh, Iran International, the London-based, uh, you're giving me these words today, dude, on a Monday, uh, opposition outlets, which is the most widely read news source inside Iran. What are we calling it? Um, E-M-I-G-R-E. And there's two tildes over the fucking E's. Emigre. Okay. Is how you go. say that. There we go. I, I don't say any, anything with a hard R at the end either. Okay. Uh, were published last week after being extensively verified over a period of several months by the two outlets. They showed that Mali had helped to infiltrate an Iranian agent of influence named, uh, you want to give that name a shot? Uh, <laughs> it looks like uh, Arian Tabatabai. Tabatatai. Tabatabai. Tabatabai. Tabatabai, yeah, that's right. Whatever. Uh, info that's uh, some of the most... Uh, sensitive positions in the U.S. government. Uh, first of all, the uh, the State Department and now the Pentagon, uh, where she has been serving as Chief of Staff for the Assistant Secretary of Defense for Special Operations, so, uh, Christopher Mayer. So the the Chief of Staff for the Assistant, the Deputy Secretary of Defense for Special Operations, which is one of the more powerful positions in our Department of Defense. Um, the Chief of Staff of that person which is to say somebody who can take meetings in their stead, right? You are effectively a clone. Like, the, like Ron Klain, the Biden's chief of staff, he, he doesn't have the power of the president, but he has the fucking command mm-hmm. for sure, right? Uh, was an Iranian spy. Oops. Yeah. Shit. Well, at least we didn't give him a bunch of money. Uh, and then there's reports as well, and who knows if these are true yet or not, although it looks like it's fucking true that weapons from Afghanistan have found their way down into this fight. You know, I, I, I don't think Hamas has a bunch of fucking cult M4s because mm-hmm. Iran doesn't use them. They use AKs, right? Everybody over there does except for us. But when you look at some of these videos of Hamas running around Israel, <clears throat> they've got fucking M249 saw squad automatic weapons, machine guns. They have fucking M4s with optics on them. Like, where'd that shit come from? So that looks you know, a little suspect. And then there's, there's been some rumors. Like, I, I, I think this is propaganda, but some Hamas leaders have suggested that they bought some of the weapons from Ukrainians as well. How? Like, what, what's some fucking slapdick Ukrainian soldier, even a, even a mid-level commander, you think they're fucking, that, that their entire shipping port is shut down. That's why they can't ship grain right now. Like, what the fuck do you think they're doing? Emailing them? Like, shut the fuck up. But from Afghanistan, 100%. Taliban, you tell, is the Taliban taking an opportunity to fucking hit the Jews? Yeah, 100%. Um, so we're, we're a fucking, you know, <sighs> these are difficult conversations because you say stuff like, I, I, this doesn't mean that they had it coming, right? That's not what this means. But we did facilitate this, right? This mm-hmm. is our fault to some degree, our intelligence failure and our failures and uh, the withdrawal from Afghanistan and other stuff. And then our failures um, in foreign policy to give these people their fucking, their, their terrorist leaders back, to give them money and shit like that. What did you think they were going to do with it? Like, what did you think Iran was going to do with $16 billion a couple of years ago and it's $6 billion just now? Well, the $6 billion they said was for medicine and food. 
Now, it doesn't appear as if they use that for medicine and food. Well, they said they were the, the Ayatollah said he would use it however they saw fit. That's what oh, I said. okay. Okay. So I guess this was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was yeah. originally uh, the statement was they were going to use, they were only allowed to use it for medicine and food. Uh, but that didn't work out well, so that's, well. That sounds a lot like a gun-free zone to me. Yeah, it sure does. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you here regarding this uh, story was, uh, it's Marjorie Taylor Greene, so take it for whatever it's worth. But she said the same thing about the weapons and where the weapons are coming from. And she said, is there any way to trace the serial numbers back to what? There are, yeah. Oh, there is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, have a pro- we have a global property book. Yeah. Okay, so she was asking for that of like, hey, if we really wanted to figure this the fuck out. Of, of who got these weapons and where they came from, we could do it pretty easily using serial numbers. That's true? Yeah. Okay. Because um, people yeah, I mean, were you, questioning that earlier, and not, I was not like, just, I don't know, I'll ask. Not just where the weapon was, but like where it was manufactured, even. Okay. I mean? um, now, back to this story. Uh, there's this group uh, that this bitch was running called the Iran Experts Initiative. And it tasks operatives drawn from Iran, from the Iranian diaspora uh, communities. Uh, look that word up. Diaspora means like a group of ethnic people that now live all across the globe. Um, communities to promote Iranian interests during uh, the clerical regime's negotiation with the United States over its nuclear weapons program. So a lot of this was specifically designed to glean information from the U.S. about how Iran can develop their nuclear program better. Um, it was second and third generation Iranian people living in the United States who were part of this, right? So it's like, you think because somebody's been living here for two or three generations that that somehow makes them American? No. Nope. Sorry. No. Nope. Not. We, we, got, we really need to start looking at how we're going to adjudicate what it means to be an American now. Like, do you support our ideals? Do you, do you support the republic? Do you support independent liberty? And do you support, you know, religious freedom, uh, 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 the right to protect yourself from violence and stuff like that. And if not, I don't give a fuck if you were born here. I don't care if you're a white dude named Steve Jones, you know what I mean? And you live in fucking rural West Virginia. If you think you've got a right to go fucking kill black people or Muslims or Jews or anybody else, any other group because of that, you're out. Kick them the fuck out. Yep. Why not? We've, we've literally deported a sitting U S congressman in this country during the civil war. We can't fucking deport these assholes now. Fuck these people. Like it, it's you, you we're going to have to decide what America is and what it's going to be, or it's going to get lost. We don't, we don't have the political capital or the money to fight a war like this right now. Like if we get hit the way that Israel got hit, this country is fucked. Right. Yep. I mean, inflation is going to go a thousand percent probably. Oh yeah. If something easily. like that happens. So, you know, what are you going to do? If Palestine wants to blow itself up, let it blow itself up. Let's put them on an island somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, that I wouldn't have a problem with. If they, if they uh, you know, fucking kick people off Gaza, fuck them. They had, you had a chance to fucking act right. Egypt had a chance to act right back in the day. Arafat had a chance to act right back in the day in the 70s. They, they chose to fucking fight instead. So fuck them. You know what I mean? But that isn't, when I say that, I mean, get them out of there not evacuate in the term in the way that fucking Nazis use the phrase, which is just drop bombs on them or gas these people. No, innocent civilians deserve the chance to go somewhere else. Um, 
with that, uh, all the people that were in these cities fucking celebrating, round mm-hmm. them up and get them the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, hundred percent. Your, it's not that's that's not it here, bud. In Dan's America with President Dan, if I see you out there celebrating people getting fucking slaughtered like that, you lose your citizenship that day. Gone. Like you're you're done. Shocking part again, dude, was how many of them there were. I mean, there's so many of those motherfuckers that are in our country, dude. Uh, and you're right; it's not just this first, second, third gen. I mean, it's a it's a long game. Middle East; those Middle Easterns are known for the fucking long game, dude. Yeah. Uh, by the, this isn't going anywhere. By the way, this is this Iranian spy that was part of the Biden administration. Actually, there were a bunch of spies, but the guy running it, uh, the entire network was funded and supported by. Uh, uh, an IRGC official, that's the Islamic Re- Revolutionary Guard Corps, that's like the special operator community in Iran, uh, Mustafa Zarani. He, he's one of their generals over there. He was the point of contact between IEI operatives and Iran's then foreign minister, Zavad Zarif, or Yavad Zarif. Um, so it's like top, this is a Soleimani situation. It's like a very top brass level dude and the IRGC is running these operations, and they infiltrated all the way up to the fucking deputy director of special operations at the Pentagon. Are you fucking kidding me? Like that, and then, so maybe, you know, maybe it is the case that nobody knew that this was going to happen. Maybe Mossad and the American intelligence uh, uh, agencies are just that incompetent. I guess that's possible. It kind of looks like, at least to some degree, that's true. Do you really think so, though? I mean, no. I this is just too big and so too well too well organized. Like I'll go back to nine eleven. Like the nine eleven thing was two planes, mm-hmm. three planes. Um, but even then, we knew that it was happening at right? that time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a FBI agent in Phoenix from the Phoenix field office that wrote a white paper and sent it out globally to everybody, saying, "Hey, Arabs are getting ready to fly planes into our buildings." It was two weeks before nine eleven. But okay. maybe it didn't have time to disseminate. And then the other part of it, you know, um, <clears throat> is from, th- from 30,000 feet, it looks clear what's happening. Or maybe from really up close, it looks clear what hap- what's happening. But if your perspective is wrong in some way, you're not collecting all the data, you're not, it's not all on the page at the same time, so you're not able to make connections, then it, it can, things can slip through the cracks like that. Um, but people have been here's here's how you know that's probably not the case people have for the past several months including trump by the way been predicting a fucking iranian attack on israel now people always do that to some degree but it's like hey there's an attack coming soon it's going to be funded by iran and here we are right so it's hard not to take those people seriously uh, next up, Biden administration is cutting special forces. The Army expects to make cuts to its special operations community, uh, but the force of uh, Green Berets who conduct combat missions is not expected to be reduced, a U.S. official told Task and Purpose on Friday. Uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has told the Army and U.S. Special Operations Command, uh, otherwise known as SOCOM, to not reduce the number of Green Berets, an official told Task and Purpose, speaking on a condition of anonymity, because the Army's final plan has yet to be approved. Some currently unfulfilled Green Beret positions may remain unfulfilled. Many of the other special operations uh, billets that could be cut are also currently vacant, the official said. The Wall Street Journal 
has reported that the Army expects to cut about 3,000 special operators from its ranks, including Green Berets. Uh, The cuts would represent about 10% of the U.S. Army Special Operations Command. uh, And uh, Austin has not yet made any final decisions on cuts to Army Special Operations Forces. Uh, A defense official also told Task and Purpose on Friday. Uh, What do you think is the real case here? I have no fucking clue. I don't, I don't, this is dumb. I mean, so they're saying that, <clears throat> they're saying that the, the, like asymmetric kinetic warfare is a thing of the past. Like we're, we have to move beyond. There's a, there's always a, I guess a paranoia for military leaders that they're fighting the last war they fought and not the, the one they're actually in at the time. It was certainly the case in Desert Storm. It was certainly the case at the beginning of the GUI. We were still fighting like it was Vietnam. Um, but this is dumb. I mean, it's like they're trying to read the tea leaves and <clears throat> predict that we're going to be at war with Russia or China, like some kind of, or Iran, some large ground, ground war like that. So we need more infantry, regular infantry people instead of more special operators. It's like, no, the most likely scenario right now is that we get attacked on the home front by all these fucking illegals that we've let in. We're going to need fucking people that are skilled in guerrilla warfare, asymmetric warfare, to be able to fucking conduct operations domestically. This is a huge fucking problem that they're doing this. Yeah, and what's the the hopes and dreams here? That technology has caught up to where we don't need actual people on the ground anymore? No, no, like- no they're not, they're not going to... They're not cutting people from the military they're cutting special operations specifically no i know um but when they do that are they saying that hey we can do this from more infantry okay they want more ground pounders that's what they're saying they want to they're they're getting prepared for a new attrition war which is just not going to happen man it's just not going to happen it doesn't make nobody fights that way anymore so if you had the money and the budget for this (laughs) what would you recommend for something like this um i would where would the money go here what do you mean? What money? Well, this isn't, gonna, this isn't gonna, about money. If you're going to cut jobs, cl- clearly you're doing it for, for budget concerns, no, no, right? No, no, no. They're doing it so they can plus up regular infantry numbers. So every soft job that goes away, 30 new infantry dudes will come in. A platoon, 35 to 40 infantry dudes. That's my guess. Okay. Uh, it says, uh, our special operations forces grew considerably over the last 20 years, uh, given the kinds of wars we were fighting. Uh, meantime, the overall army has gotten smaller. So I think there's some room to make some very modest targeted reductions there. Yeah, 10% of your total force is not a modest reduction. Now, you can make the argument that the majority of special force, like Green Berets specifically, special forces is just Green Berets. Special operations is everything, right? Special forces job, unless you're in a SIF team, a commander's and extremist force team, is to uh, you know pop in, jump in, fast rope in, whatever, with the local nationals. Uh, turn them into a fucking indige force that can be weaponized against, like we did with the Northern Alliance, for example, is a really good example. Um, that That's technically their primary specialty, but they're also extremely good war fighters and extremely good uh, guerrilla war fighters specifically, right? That's why we sent them there. As a matter of fact, the first Green Berets were guerrilla war fighters from Europe. They were primarily European dissidents that we used uh, in, in those roles. So with, with some, you know... <clears throat> Uh, uh, second generation Americans as well for language skills and shit like that. These people are really good in gunfights. They're also really good at taking people that are 
not or semi-trained and turning them into a fucking capable fighting force. That's what they do very, very well. And you don't think something like that's going to come in handy in fucking Iran where 80% of the people under 30 are pro-West? You fucking idiot. Are you no. kidding me? That's gonna, if we did invade Iran, the Green Berets would be the primary force there. The Green Berets and the fucking Air Force and Navy dropping bombs on people. It's not going to be a fucking ground war. I promise you this. Once we demonstrate our fucking air superiority over Iran, they're, they're not going to fucking stand and fight infantry to infantry. There's not going to be tank battles and shit like that. All those things will be gone before we even get there. It'll be special operations running that fight. And this is just completely bizarre to me that they would even think about doing this. Uh, especially now, right? Yeah. Um, doesn't really make a lot of sense. Uh, next up, listen when they tell you. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton called for a formal deprogramming for many supporters of former President Donald Trump during a CNN interview uh, discussing the recent upheaval at uh, Capitol Hill. Uh, Clinton contrasted that she called uh, the sane part of the GOP caucus uh, who helped prevent a government shutdown with the cult wing devoted to Trump. Uh, play this clip, Bob, if you can here. This one beats the de de the deplorables one by a mile, uh, actually, here. Uh, can actually see what she said. This is the quiet part out loud that was pretty shocking to hear. Uh, Bob, go ahead and uh, and roll it. It's a, hold on, it's a Fox News. Are you ready? Yeah, CNN, okay. go ahead. Yep. Volume? The video's being weird. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. I'll find it on Twitter. There's a million links on Twitter for this goddamn thing, dude. Uh, this ran everywhere uh, during it. Uh, she says that's the way it used to be. I mean, we had very strong partisans in uh, both parties in the past, and we had very bitter battles uh, over all kinds of things, but there wasn't this... Uh, little tale of extremism waving you know wagging the dog of the republican party as it stands today play that clip bob yes those mega extremists um take their marching orders from donald trump who has no credibility left by any measure he's only in it for himself he's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions and when do they break with him you know because at some point you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you do this? <laughs> whoopsies. Uh, whoopsies. You know, has anybody ever been more butthurt about losing in the history? This is like Hitler's story arc where his fucking German shepherd dies. Mm -hmm. And then he just loses goddamn mind yeah. and kills all the Jews or whatever. Um, yeah, the... <clears throat> This is how these people think, though, right? I mean, this is a re-education camp. Yeah, formal reprogramming. That's literally <laughs> Maoist nonsense. It's the cultural revolution, is what she's describing right there. Yeah. If yeah, you don't, yeah. if you don't know what the cultural revolution is, I urge you to go read about that little piece of history and maybe get ready to defend yourself against it. Um, Hillary Clinton is the leader of the Democratic Party. I don't give a shit who's president right now. She's the one that's the needle mover. If Hillary comes out and says something like, "Hey, we're going to do this." That's what happened to the DNC. She was she took their money and bought a, had a foreign agent falsify a bunch of shit, and the DNC, the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA all backed her up for it for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? She don't think she's got some power. 
Look, she definitely does. I, why I say this out loud, I have no idea. And in, in regards to your fucking comments uh, of of the most butthurt loss of all time, yes. Look, this was her dream to come to become president of the United States. Uh, they had it all set up for her in 2016. They got Biden out of there because Biden wanted to run. Mm-hmm. They even hated him so much that Obama told him to get the fuck out of the election for her because they thought she could win. Uh, and then she lost. It was over. And now she's looking at you know, the 82-year-old guy in office now saying, why isn't this me instead of him? This is going to continue for forever with her I, until she, the day she fucking dies here. So um, it's not shocking. It is shocking to hear her say this out loud, um, that there needs to be a formal deprogramming. What would it be? What would you recommend? That's that was the the follow up question I would have asked of like, all right, what 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 would you recommend then as far as well, formal deprogramming? Is it shock therapy? What was the the thing that you were hoping? Yeah, for? Yeah, I don't know. Amin Poor just laughed. That was her follow up question, just to titter. She <laughs> sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Let's get those assholes right. But that's this is this is battlefield preparation. One of the things you do is you dehumanize the enemy first, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, get ready. Shit's coming. Yeah, I don't know how this is all going to shake out here. Uh, because let's say, let's say it's not Newsom, right? Because we both think Biden's out of there at the holidays. Uh, let's say it's not Newsom. Does she jump in? No. I don't think Michelle yeah, Obama she, wants to do it. Any shot that she... Because she keeps popping up doing fucking interviews. Hillary Clinton would lose by 20 points. You think so? Yes. She would win the bluest of the blue states but she would get annihilated she's one of the most disliked people ever there's no she has zero chance of winning anything okay just asking whenever somebody's doing this many interviews seems weird man when you're not running for president does she have a book out uh no but she runs the the clinton global initiative they they take in billions of dollars. And no, I know they do. Just for her to stay relevant, she gets seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for an hour of speaking. Yeah, yeah. But That's usually you're promoting something of like, all right, I've got this coming out. You know what I'm saying? She, she's just a shell for the DNC at this point, for the most part. When she's not doing her Clinton Global Initiative and trying to reshape the world and her own fucked up image, uh, it's all about the DNC. Okay, just checking, keep an eye on yeah. it. So I'm saying she can't. She can't win anything. You get. You have to. Over Newsom, who's over the left has to have white women voters. If they don't get white women voters, forget about black people. That that doesn't ever tip the scale, right or left, right? It never will. No matter if if Trump got a hundred percent of the black vote, it wouldn't do shit, right? Um, because the vast majority of it would happen in places that are uh, blue, anyways, very, very like blue Chicago and Illinois, and yeah. surrounded by white liberals. So yeah. the black folks wouldn't make a, de- a dent there. White suburban women. That's who she has to get, and she can't. They hate her, right? Gavin Newsom, though, he's pretty. He Don't is, vote for I him. Mean, <laughs> she was close. I don't know. Uh, I'd, I'd go 50-50 on it now. Start doing this many fucking interviews, it gets, it gets weird to me. Uh, next up, Secret Service hates Joe Biden. Joe Biden's tension with his Secret Service detail goes back to his years as vice president when he made female agents uncomfortable by skinny dipping in front of them. But it's gotten worse during his White House years after his German shepherds have bitten several agents. Uh, Biden's new two-year-old dog commander. Commie, for short. Just like the Washington commanders. 
has bitten at least a dozen agents uh, plus. Has Briz been over a dozen now? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. All right. Uh, people who work with the White House residents said requiring some of them to get medical attention. And the first couple's former dog, Major, was so aggressive and prone to biting that he was rehomed to friends in Delaware. It's outrageous, just outrageous for those agents who risk their lives every day to protect the president. Ronald Kessler, the author of several books on the Secret Service, told the Daily Mail, they never know... When they're going to get shot and they have to put up with the fear of being bitten by a dog. It's just unthinkable that it went on this long. Now, that's right. Like, you know, after four or five times, maybe even 10, <laughs> like, dude, can you get a different dog for fuck's sake? But the way this Kessler guy, oh, it's outrageous, just outrageous. Like, come on, just relax, dude. It's a fucking dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're sometimes they're dicks. It's not that big a deal. I'm a lot more concerned with <clears throat> why the fuck Biden was skinny dipping in front of female secret service agents. Come on. You know what man. I mean? Is that like how, how long when you put your robe back on after you get out of the pool, do you let it hang? Or do you tie it up? You know what I mean? And how tight are you tying it up? Are your old man dick and balls still hanging out of the bottom of that? Um, I don't know. Uh, look, I, I'll say this, though. The last story is about his brother. Maybe it's just a fucking, it's just a wild family, dude, who gets down like this. You know? Except for the good one. But yeah, he's dead. He's dead. The good one got brain cancer. And uh, he was the only decent human being in that entire fucking family, yeah, apparently. crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, last but not, we saved the best for last here. Joe Biden's younger brother, Frank, Frank Biden, who I didn't know existed until today, uh, admits the naked selfie on guyswithiphones.com. Gay dating site is genuine. Uh, he says, my phone must have been hacked. Uh, now, the Daily Mail has also obtained the naked selfie of Frank Biden. President Joe Biden's younger brother, who is 64 years old. Bob, let's see this uh, picture of him. <clears throat> Look at that. I'm going to be honest, man. For a 64-year-old, he's fucking jacked. I believe, his, I believe the story that he got, that somebody uh, got this picture. I don't think he, he doesn't have a gay face. You don't think so? No. That's a gay body, though. It's 64. Who's working out that hard at 64 years old? RFK Jr. Yeah, you say RFK gay all of a sudden? Yeah. Eh, I mean, that's just... Bob? That's testosterone. Bob? Yeah, he's just on the gas, man. That's This is how I'm going to look when I'm fucking 64. Bob, I'll, I'll, I'm going to leave that door open, friend, for RFK Jr. No, I'm going to leave it open. He's definitely not gay. He's you think Cheryl so? Hines. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, well, that doesn't mean before anything, this right? election, did you even know they were together to see them hanging out? I did know that. I was reminded of it. It's not yeah. something that stuck around in I my head, it. but I had known that before. Yeah. All right. Because I remember right. seeing it again and being like, oh, yeah. I'm going to leave the door open on that one. Uh, with Frank Biden here, I don't, look, I don't know many 64-year-old dudes. I think Delco will be like that, but that's about it. I, I think you'll care at 64, but uh, I don't know many 64-year-olds that give a shit to work out this hard except for gays. Like the gays will go real hard forever and ever and ever, dude. I talked to a gay buddy of mine, posted a picture the other day, shredded on some beach in fucking uh, Ibiza or somebody like that, somewhere like that. And I go, uh, I go, dude, what the fuck, man? How old are you now? And he's like, dude, I'm in my 50s. But he goes, I've got to stay young <laughs> and I got to stay in yeah. shape, dude, to keep up with the younger gays. If I want that good cock, I've got to stay in shape. And it's I was not gay. Like, All right. You can tell you can you can tell almost immediately 
by looking at someone's face if they're gay or not. Not not consciously necessarily, but you can tell. Um, Tufts University did a study on this in January of 2008. They selected 45 gay male uh, faces and 45 straight male faces, and then they picked 90 people to identify them. Okay. And you got to look at them for 50 milliseconds, right? So it flashed up on the screen and went away, and you had to guess whether or not they were gay or not. And 90 out of 90 people were above the level of chance. Okay, Bob, pull up the, the picture. It's further down in the article of him. This is him normal without a hat on and not buck naked there. And pop it up on screen. In the comments on Patreon here, uh, tell me if you think Frank Biden right there on the left is a gay man. No. And they went farther on this tough study as well. They uh, took the face only and then put it on a different body with a with a generic hairstyle so you didn't see grooming you didn't see any of that shit uh-huh. still people in 50 milliseconds or less were able to identify gay people versus not gay people. i'm gonna say yes on this he looks like barry diller to me um and i and i think that's why uh, i'm gonna say gay I, on but this it, one. there's no social currency in saying you're not gay anymore he would get fucking uh, uh biden might get some points for him being gay like, oh, i got a gay brother and by the way do you think biden wouldn't have mentioned that this guy's gay at some point, like he knows what the fuck he's saying. He definitely would have tried to use that for cloud at some point. Maybe. Um, but he goes <clears> on to say here, Frank, your little brother. Remember Frank Stallone from uh, <laughs> Sundance? I, I remember Frank Stallone Sly. from fucking Norm MacDonald bringing him up on Saturday Night Live all the time. But I never saw him in anything. <laughs> oh, I didn't know Frank Stallone was a real person. I thought it was like, uh, you know how Jared wanted to do that character, Jim Kennedy? Yeah. Where it's Tim Kennedy, Tim Kennedy's brother, who's just a total piece of shit. And he's always out taking credit for like, I taught Tim everything he knows. That's what I thought Frank Stallone was. So at uh, the Range 15 after party in Sundance, um, I think it was Jared who set this up. You'd have to ask him next time you see him. Um, Frank Stallone played at the after party acoustic guitar, and I'm not kidding, dude. And it was like, a, it was like eight songs. I've never laughed that hard in my entire life. And then he came into the kitchen. Uh, Bob asked Jesse about it tomorrow. Frank Stallone hit on my wife. And I watched it. I let it happen. I let it go down. And we've never laughed harder. It was me and Matt Best. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. Frank Stallone's hitting on my wife. This is the greatest thing of all time. That is pretty goddamn funny. It's really funny. And, uh, and we enjoyed it. Uh, his quote here is, is, man, now I lean towards not gay. I might, I might revise this based on his quote, okay? Here, here's why I say this. His quote is, what links would these cretins go to? Why do they care about a 70-year-old man? All right. Any gay guy who's trying to stay that ripped and jacked and take a fucking dick pic and all that other stuff mm-hmm. is trying to stay young. They would never voluntarily up their age to 70. You don't round up 64 to 70. Yeah. You would round that down if you were gay or you wouldn't say your age at all. Yeah. Now I want to change my opinion on this, having read that statement. Um, I, th- I believe you, Frank. I believe that you're not gay. Um, now, why you're popping off selfies at that age, I don't really know. Is he single? Uh, now, guyswithiphones.com uh, describes itself as powered by a love for hot men who appreciate the finer gadgets in life. I'm sorry, gadgets? Yep. Yep. What does that mean? Like, uh, they're iPhone enthusiasts, <laughs> or they're talking about vibrating <laughs> things they put in their butts? I'm not sure. Gadget. That's a very weird word to use in this circumstance, to be honest. Uh, It says it features selfies of naked men. Mm. Uh, Privacy fine print on the site shows that it is owned uh, by gay porn blog 
QueerClick.com. Not familiar with QueerClick.com or GuysWithiPhones.com, but that's why we do this show, is to learn as well. Uh, Site metadata and watermark on the photo says it was posted on May 23rd, 2018. Around the same time, Frank's nephew Hunter Biden was also photographing himself naked at Chateau Marmont with M&Ms lined up along next to his penis. Not seen this photo. Yeah, I want to see that photo. Trying to see this. Did they use the green girl M and M's, or is that sexist? Now I don't know how it works. Or was that 2018? Would it even be relevant because he's a gay lord, right? If he was indeed a gay lord. Uh, So uh, appreciative comments on the picture on the site include "Daddy, take me away," a hot dilf. And make me your bitch, you hot little daddy. Can there not just be a no? Do do gay people have normal sexual conversations? Like, hey man, your uh, butt looks nice in those jeans. You want to go get some pizza, or is it all <laughs> weird shit like this? Would this if we if there was like a gay bachelor? Was it? Did they ever do a gay bachelor? Well, aside from Colton Underwood, no, they haven't done a gay one. They're but do, he they're doing an old one now. Yeah. It's uh, the Golden Bachelor. Can you imagine how fucked up? A gay male bachelor would be all the like this disgusting shit that you would hear and see. Okay, I'm kind of into it to be honest. Same. Uh, <laughs> I've never watched The Bachelor before, but I would watch that one. Frank uh, has been in a long term relationship with his partner Mindy Ward, a former Hooters waitress <laughs> turned American Airlines flight attendant <laughs> since 2010. Jeez. What is he? It's, no, I mean this story keeps getting worse. What is he, Tiger Woods? What the fuck are you talking about, man? Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Frank Biden's a legend, dude. God damn it. I wish this wasn't such a polarizing time in politics, dude. We could celebrate and enjoy this family and have a nice fucking chuckle, dude. If he wasn't the worst president of all time, all of this would be hilarious, dude. Like, I love this story. I love it even more. Is that a picture of Mindy Ward? That's her. Yeah, there we go. Frank's not gay. What? Wait. Frank's not gay. Why is... I apologize, why, She's Frank. on the wrong side of the well, picture there. 10% to the big guy. 10% of that pussy goes 10% to the big of guy. that ass. <laughs> <laughs> goes to the big guy. Wow, dude. No, Frank's not gay. What? I mean, no. Kudos no, to uh, no. Joe there for not sniffing her actively while the camera or the picture's being taken. Shit. Yeah, he, he at least did. held out for a few seconds. He got a prima noctis sniff, I'm sure, dude. But... Uh, he, maybe he has to smell his fingers instead. Could be. He's like, look, I don't want to embarrass you and your, your partner and your Hooters waitress in public. Can I just smell your hands? Yeah. I assume they've been inside of her recently. <laughs> God, this story gets weirder, dude, with Frank, man. Uh, in 2020, the Daily Mail revealed that he had spent 20 years dodging a $1 million judgment for the car crash killing of a man in California in 1999. God, this guy rocks, dude. Frank rocks. Frank Biden rocks. A police report of the incident says Frank rented a high-powered Jaguar and was operating the stick shifter from the passenger seat while his friend drove at 80 miles an hour down a 35-mile-per-hour zone on Highway 101 near San Diego. I know that place. Okay. Before fatally striking a 38-year-old single father, Michael Albano, as he crossed the road. Damn it, man. One of the, well, you can't be crossing the 101. I kind of side with Frank on that one. Uh, one of the two women in the back of the car told police 
that everyone was drinking at the time. Uh, and Albano's family has uh, pursued Frank for years over the money he's owed. So they're, they're saying that he didn't get that uh, million dollars. So maybe they leaked it. Who knows? But Franco is, is the most interesting man of, of the entire Biden family mm. at this point. Jesus Christ, man. It's not expecting to get this deep into Frank Biden today, but here we are. Wow. Congratulations, Frank. What a life. What a life. Uh, now is the point in the show, the old program here, where we get to the drinking bro of the week. Uh, Danny sent me a couple here, so we'll read these off. Um, my internet's on my thing just went down, so I'm going to go old school and just read these off a fucking text message here. Sorry, not sorry about it. Uh, by the way, Hard AF Seltzer's in 1,000 locations, kids. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Oh, did she send it to both of us? Are we yeah. both on this thing? <clears throat> yeah, you need to look it up? Nah, it's, I think I got it. I think I'm there in technology. Uh, all right, Drinking Bro of the Week. Alive, it says. Thank God. Thank, I don't know if we could have had something worse after today's program. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this one... If I can pull this up on my stupid fucking phone, probably not because I'm a loser and this phone's a piece of shit. Um, come on, Ross, you're better than this. I'm going to get to it. Okay, drinky bro of the week here. Alive Todd Bailey. Uh, we're headed out to Savannah for Todd's bachelor party. He's the friend that's always there for everyone, no matter what the situation may be. He's seen me do some really stupid shit and just laughs at me. Uh, he's the one that got me hooked on the podcast. I wanted to give him drinking bro of the week while we are listening to fake news. Well, shit, today's fake news. Congratulations. Uh, ready for the weekend and the wedding, which I'm sure uh, he will all send you an invite. And this is sent by Dave Corman. So, oh, I thought you were going to say Dave Coulier. I'm like, I'm there. But... I would have gone to Dave yeah. Coulier's wedding. I'm not going to Dave Corman's wedding, though, okay? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not going to do it. Uh, Alanis Morissette, though, was just here over the weekend. Speaking of Coulier. She went down on him in that theater. Uh, crushed, allegedly. Uh, saw her way back in the day. She was great. Uh, but cheers to you. Cheers to Todd Bailey and, uh, and Dave Corman. Congratulations on the wedding. Obviously not to each other. But uh, eh, made this in about a day late. You know, I, I bet you were thinking this last weekend. Whatever, dude. We're like two days late. I love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away. They don't have that technology, all right? Uh, join us live here in about uh, 10 minutes on Drinking Bros Sports on YouTube for the old Monday morning recap. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Fake News. Good night, everyone. <laughs>